0: Welcome once again to Leto's Law. Here's Steve Leto. When you study the law, you're always looking for the cases that are unusual, that are on the edge or the cutting edge of, of, of legality, and you always find these things fascinating. At least I do. So here's a story, and I've talked before, about how if you are driving a vehicle while intoxicated, you can be you know, arrested and charged with DWI, driving while intoxicated. And mentioned before that different things you can be on if you're in the roadway and you're cruising along, like, say, on a lawn tractor and you're intoxicated, you can be charged driving while intoxicated, even though you're on a lawn tractor. And, and different states have different applications here. question always is, what about these other things that are on the road? And most people recognize that it's dangerous to have a person who's drunk driving a lawn tractor in traffic. But some people, of course, will argue and say, but it's not a motor vehicle under the motor vehicle code. Therefore, you know, and, and so... A lot of times, the category of things for which you can be arrested and charged and successfully prosecuted for, driving, some of them do fall outside of the definition of motor vehicle. Now, here's an interesting one. An airplane. And you're going to say, Steve, an airplane? Well, of course, airplanes are up there, aren't they? Generally speaking, they are. But they start out and end up down here. Eventually. Eventually. (laughs) So here's a story from NBC. Dennis Romero and Alex Lowe wrote it. Ben and Kristoff both sent it to me. Student pilot who ran out of gas and landed his plane on a Missouri highway is accused of DWI, driving while intoxicated, on a highway, in an airplane. The pilot was hospitalized with minor injuries after he had a guardrail, but he's also alleged to have some other contraband on him. A student pilot landed a small plane on a highway in Missouri early Friday, he was arrested on charges including driving while intoxicated, not flying. And by the way, there are a few pilots in my audience. My brother is a pilot. I know several pilots. Very, very good friend of mine is a pilot, owns an airplane, flies all the time. And I can tell you that the FAA is very serious and very strict about alcohol consumption by pilots. Very strict. So there's an issue, of course, there. But right now we're talking about driving. The pilot of the single-engine Piper Cherokee landed the plane about 2.45 a.m. on Interstate 70 near Grain Valley, a city about 22 miles east of Kansas City. And the question, of course, is he's flying at 2.45 a.m., what kind of ratings does he have? Because flying at night, of course, is more difficult than flying during day. Uh, the Missouri Highway Patrol tweeted that the plane ran out of fuel, which hastened the freeway arrival. And then on the ground, the uh, airplane ran into a guardrail. And as you may know, if you're up in the air in an airplane and you run out of fuel or something else happens, you've got to make an emergency landing. Depends on how high you are. But pilots will tell you that if you are up high enough and it's daylight and you know where you are, And you lose power let's say you ran out of fuel you screwed up you're way way up thousands and thousands and thousands of feet up you're way up there and you lose power engine stalls you run out of gas whatever it is if the plane is intact you aren't going to crash immediately you've got some time to glide and look for a place to land so if you think about it from a geometrical viewpoint in three dimensions you are right here the glide ratio of the plane is such that you should know approximately how far you can glide before you touch down. The question then is, is there a safe place to land in this big area beneath you? It's nighttime, so that might complicate things here a little bit. And of course, if there's not an airstrip where you can land, you may have to land someplace else. And so if you're looking for a flat, straight, paved piece of ground to put the airplane down on, a road or a highway would do it. Of course, you got a problem because the road or highway might have cars on it. And we've heard about that happening also. That is a car-plane collision. But here, the pilot was identified as a 35-year-old man. He was hospitalized with a minor injury, but was then booked into jail, according to the Highway Patrol. The pilot was the only person on board the plane, according to the FAA, and yes, This means the FAA is investigating. Uh, And so the FAA, of course, regulates uh, everything that happens with airplanes. And I guess technically the investigation would be NTSB. But the FAA, of course, is, is very concerned about anything involving airplanes. Now, the man also faces allegations of careless and imprudent driving involving a crash, felony drug and gun possession, and possession of marijuana and drug paraphernalia, according to an arrest report. The man's from Prairie Village, Kansas. He's since been released from jail. The plane is registered to a company out of Prairie Village, according to the FAA records, which also state that the man has a student pilot certificate. No one answered phone numbers listed for the man or connected to an address listed for Warrior Aviation, which apparently is the company. According to flight tracking website FlightAware, the Piper flew from Kansas City to Florida and on the way back made multiple stops. Um, I'm not quite sure what the range is on this airplane. But obviously, uh, it, you know, it's, it's got to come down and get gas from time to time. If it's making a long cross-country trip. Uh, but I don't know if they're hinting at something here about making these stops on the way back from Florida. But those could, like I said, be simply fuel stops. And again, pilots know this. But if you're trying to get from one place to another place and they're far, far apart, let's say in the United States. If you're in a big commercial airline, you can just go from Detroit to Atlanta, right? Well, if you're in a smaller plane, you're going to have to make hops along the way, picking up fuel and so on, taking breaks, stretching your legs, whatever. And so you're going to have to plan your flight by going, okay, from here I'll fly to here, get gas, I'll fly from here to here, get gas. And you try to figure it out that way. So that could be what's happening there. But of course, the interesting thing here is that the guy's been charged with DWI. And he was arrested by the... State Highway Patrol, because he was on the road in a vehicle, and they're alleging that he had alcohol in his system such that he was intoxicated, driving while intoxicated. And although he may not have driven much on the road, that is, you know, he comes down and lands, there is a period of time where those wheels are on the road, the vehicle is moving, hits a guardrail, and they're going to say, doesn't matter that that's an airplane versus a snowmobile versus a lawn tractor versus a Corvette. doesn't matter what it is. It's a vehicle in the broader sense of the word. And most states that have addressed this have said it's okay for them to do that expansively. Because the key here is we're trying to cut back on people with their hands on the controls of something on the road while they're intoxicated. We don't want that. So the question is, if, if, if this guy was intoxicated, did it play into why he ran out of gas? And did it play into why he put it down on a road versus someplace else? And did it play into why he hit a guardrail? Because quite often when you're involved in an accident, uh, if there's damage to anything, it heightens the scrutiny of the law enforcement who show up. So if you're just on the side of the road and you encounter police, they go, okay, oh, he's at the side of the road. If you're at the side of the road and your car is plowed into an embankment or something, they're going to go, oh, there's property damage here. We need to take a look at that. And of course, if you're at the side of the road and plowed into something and somebody's hurt, that escalates even more so. So there was an accident here because he hit the guardrail with his airplane. And before it came to a screeching halt, the airplane was moving on the highway. And their allegation is that while he's behind the controls, moving on the highway, if he's intoxicated, that, my friends, is DWI. So NBC News published the story. Student pilot who ran out of gas and landed plane on Missouri Highway is accused of DWI. Dennis Romero and Alex Lowe wrote this. Ben and Christoph both sent it. Thanks a lot. Questions, comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Leto's Law. Just because you got the monkey off your back doesn't mean the circus has left town.